Welcome to chapter nine podcast. This is a very important chapter overall because it does start to talk about the other things in the marketing mix and specifically how they relate to or interact with or oppose in some rare cases, the advertising process. I want to jump down to slide 18. This is really important advertising versus public relations because we talked about way in the beginning about how we were media agnostic, meaning that there were different ways of doing it, uh, different ways of reaching out to the customer and how we would do it. I see a lot of blur between advertising and public relations this, these days. It kind of bothers me in some ways. It bothers me less than when we start talking about the blur between journalism and advertising, which I will leave out of this particular podcast. But the idea in advertising is we pay for a certain message, we control the message, we send it out, and everybody knows it's an advertisement. Public relations was meant uh, as a way to reach out to what we call earned media, so to get those uh, everything from a, a radio show uh, nationally to any to an individual podcaster uh, or blogger, or how do you reach out to people so that people start to build that word of mouth in that way. They're meant very differently, but if you go to um, slide 18, and I have a separate link you can read of Forbes uh, magazine article that I'd like you to read as well, where it talks where, where it's Robert Wayne talks about uh, the difference between PR and advertising. And if you Google it, you'll find plenty of examples of your own. So I would say, um, think about that slide. We talk about the difference between the two. Advertising, paid, bills exposure, audience is skeptical. Uh, public relations earns, build trust, media gives third-party validation. Um, you'll notice this list is very negative to advertising uh, and very positive to PR. But PR has become more and more these days about... Um, about just getting the product out there just as much. Um, the idea is that if someone's doing a news article, um, that that is got the objective third-party voice, but there's far less of it than there used to be. Um, journalists are no longer paid to learn the craft in the way they used to be. Uh, they now basically, news outlets push a lot of stuff that's PR press releases. They'll just cut and paste them in many cases, in the worst, worst cases actually. Um, and you end up having something else called access journalism, for example. And this is even blogs. This is even, uh, these are smaller outlets as well as the, the big national or local news media, or rather regional versus local individual people. They'll give you access with the idea that, oh, you've met the star, aren't you special? Years ago, um, you'd have what they call a junket. Um, and so people would go in um, and you'd get to interview people. Matter of fact, if you ever see, um, there are some great, great examples of this in different movies as far as fictional examples, but they, they work really well. Notting Hill is one of them uh, where Grant uh, Hugh is, gets invited to a junket and they think he's a, a journalist and he's really not. Uh, he pretends to be a journalist, and he meets the people who are in the movie and starts asking the questions. Of course, it's all ridiculous because he's not a journalist, so he doesn't even know what to ask. He's actually trying to meet one of the actors, uh, who's played by Julia Roberts, who is, of course, his love interest. And that's all I'm going to say. Good movie. Go watch it if you if you like that sort of movie. But the point is, and I bring this up because... Um, access journalism is very similar. They give you access and they try to wow you and let you write about them. And <clears throat> listen, no one blames uh, the people trying to promote things. But when you don't have trained journalists, and I'm not knocking at all local media or people that put up individual podcasts, as I'm doing here, uh, even if it is for a course, or people that put blogs or something like that, that's all relevant. But when you do those things, especially when you're new, you haven't always... 
been aware of how these things work, you might be uh, more easily strayed in some ways. Um, and it's hard. It's hard. And that's a very individual thing, and you can't paint it with a broad brush. But it's important to keep in mind that there is a blurring between uh, public relations and journalism, which is one of the reasons why an advertising class is kind of good. And one of the reasons I actually think advertising in a way is cleaner because you know it's an ad, at least when we do, right? Because sometimes we don't. But when you know something is an ad, well, the slide will say ads are, uh, uh, are you know, sort of, quote-unquote, buy this product. Well, everybody knows that. You know, back in the old days when they'd say, and now a word from our sponsor, or um, this show brought to you by whatever. At least you knew who it was and what they were trying to do. They were trying to sell a product. And there's a certain, like I said, it's, it's a little cleaner in some ways than this sort of public relations approach, which is supposed to be objective and third party and is not always. Just something to keep in mind as you're going along. Um, Other areas that are important to discuss, personal selling, they talk about, um, and I will one more time, second time I think this course, give you the shameless plug. I do teach the MK213 online course, which is the formerly principles of sales, but um, but now is sales management, um, which really just talks about the selling process, whether it's management or not. So that's always a good course. If you're interested, email me. I'm happy to give you information about it, if nothing else. Um, but selling, personal selling is still a very important skill, whether you're knocking on doors or not. Uh, the ability for someone to be a rep or an advocate Um, One of the great things about when we talk about selling, we're talking about the ability to talk to people and listen to them and maybe persuade, but more likely just have a conversation that opens doors. Um, I always found that to be better. And I have I had a focus of helping people, as we've talked about with advertising, when you can, you show them that um, that something's in their best interest or you help them to figure that out for themselves, um, if it is, then. Um, you've you've built a long-term relationship or at least a, a longer-term sale. Um, so something to keep in mind, we talk about sales, public relations, and advertising and how all these things work together. Keep that in mind as you're reading the chapter. I'm assuming you're listening to this before you go to the chapter um, and you go on. Oh, by the way, it does talk about team selling, which I do want to mention in a second and because this is actually really helpful when it comes to advertising. Almost always sold as a team. Team selling always, almost always works better than individual selling. We used to run sales teams and radio for advertising. And if people went in as a team, usually a more experienced person would mentor the less experienced person as they went through. Um, and each would bring something hopefully special to the, to the equation whether it's energy or drive or uh, being specially perceptive or whatever it was that each person would bring as well as experience. Um, I found it to be um, more helpful. There's also a term called sales engineer where if it's a highly technical company, what you'll do is um, the salespeople will initiate the call and you start working through and sometimes you bring in the technical expert and that person is an engineer who also understands the sales process so they can explain if there are technical questions this is very common also in advertising agencies so that you'll have the creative types will be brought in to pitch that part of it so that people understand um, and also sometimes technical people but the original sales account executive or account executive or account manager or whatever term they use will be the person to initially work with the client and as you bring in other people in the assuming you have a full service agency um, you have that backup you have that 
person who is considered an expert in that area and the client feels more comfortable usually because they're able to access it and they feel pretty good that they've talked to someone who is at least perceived to be a little more objective um, and can explain the technical side or the part that they don't understand as well. Important to keep in mind as we start talking about um, selling in teams or we start thinking about how the process works um, when you start to build uh, as you will continue to build your own pitch and the end in the final paper that we do for the class. Again, thank you for your time. Always good to uh, to do these podcasts. I hope you're enjoying them. Uh, any feedback you have or questions, again, contact me through email. Um, and I will continue to monitor Blackboard um, to see how things are going on that side. And I look forward to our individual and uh, collective conversations when we are able to have them in real time or even through email.